And welcome to the Confound Millennial, starring Steven Sturvin Michaels and Ryan Diamond. That's me. Thanks for having and me featuring, on. Huh? Thanks for having me on. You're welcome, man. I love to have you on here. <laughs> I'd be really sad if you weren't. It's always a pleasure. I'd love to have somebody else on today. Unless I was mad with you. Then oh. I would be like, yeah, Diamonds, let's take a break. That's never but either way, we do have somebody else to have what? on the show today. Andrew of AP Harbor. The little old man turns the truck around, retracing the footsteps of the orange as it rolls. Well on its way this afternoon toward the post office, bobbing, it ricochets into the great unknown. And we totally heard a wicked awesome song called Little Old Man off of their current release, Songs Written on Paper Orchids. What is up, Andrew? Hey, how's it going? Uh, Nothing bad. I can relate to that song. I just turned 40. Oh, yeah, you're pretty old. (laughs) I'm getting there halfway. (laughs) Halfway. So 80 80 is the the iconic. That's that's what old is. That's it. I'm getting there. But hey, that was great. So what have you been up to? What have you been up to? It's uh, you've been busy this past year. Yeah, yeah. So, um, gosh, well, when you asked me to come back, I couldn't even remember when was the last time I was here, and it was just last year. But it seems like it was way longer ago because I've we've been busy. Uh, so we did uh, we we played a lot of shows. Um, I think the last time I was on here, I probably talked about how much I don't like playing live. <laughs> so we that's what we did. Uh, but we did some more recordings. We've got another record on the way. We just released one uh, in January. And uh, yeah, so uh, that's been going on. Uh, uh, doing a lot of, you know, day job stuff. And uh, I'm going to be teaching at Heinemann Settlement School next month. So that's been sort of the big thing. Uh, doing a songwriting workshop for the Appalachian uh, Writers Workshop. It's very so, cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm super excited. Super excited. You said you don't like playing live, but it's good to tackle those things that we don't like to do sometimes. Yeah, you know, it's just sort of one of those things you, you probably should do if you're a musician. <laughs> just keep a cat with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I get the little the little cat piano to <laughs> keep me company. There you go. So from uh, the time that we last had you on, which I believe was September of 2022, you've already released another album and you've got one on the way. Is that correct? Yes. Busy. Busy. Yeah. Yeah. So when we first started doing this, like this collection there, this, this makes five. Um, it's a, it's a seven album process. So we're, we're quickly approaching, uh, all seven. So there is just basically just recording our backlog of music that we've, had written for years and giving it a proper recording. You must be feeling some, a lot of inspiration too, like to keep that kind of motivation going. I'm kind of surprised. Like I'm surprised that I'm motivated. I'm surprised that the band has been motivated. Uh, just, you know, cause we started it in 2020 when there was nothing else to do, but, uh, but no, it's, it's just been so fun to hear them come to life. Like that's the sole motivation is, you know, I've had them, I've had them, you know, a lot of them were just these little like scrappy demos from like 2007. So hearing them like finally come to life has just been so cool. That's awesome. That's good. I love to hear people motivated. I want some of that one day. It's hit, <laughs> it's hit or miss, you know, it comes and goes. <laughs> For sure. 
for sure. What you got, Sturvin? What I got? I ain't got uh, nothing right now. I was just sending a secret message to somebody. Oh. Like, I'm sorry about that. Secret message. message. That sounds like a, uh, a song title. I'll be right back. I got to check on something. See, we have, did uh, he just start trying to sing Secret Tunnel on my show? I'm the only one that sings Secret Tunnel on this show. Should I know that song? I don't know what that is. It's an Avatar The Last Airbender thing. Oh. Oh, I, you know, I've we talked about this. We talked about Avatar the last time I was on. Did this. we really? I'm pretty sure, unless I'm just having deja vu, which is possible. But I have the box set, but I've never, I've never watched the whole thing. Really? So wow. I'm, I know, I know, I'm missing out because I've, I've seen like the first two books or whatever, the first two seasons. Dude, it's really. Um, I don't know. It's just I don't know. I don't know. It was a lot of nostalgia for me, like thinking about it, but also I rewatched it recently and it's just good. It's just good entertainment. It definitely holds up because I mean, I didn't watch it when it first came out. I just, I just got the box set like a year ago. So I've been watching it like totally blind and it's, I mean, it's fantastic. And I'm obviously not a child in the early 2000s anymore. So (laughs) how old are you again, Andrew? I turned 30 this year. I am also an old man now. No, come on. Halfway. I'm I'm two years behind you. You're younger than me? Yeah. Oh, I didn't expect that for some reason. Weird. (laughs) Oh. Oh. I don't know what I mean by that. (laughs) Where's the burn? You you just, you you seem so brooding and and intellectual (laughs) for a, a wee 28. Oh, I've just had a hard life. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a journey. It's been a journey, but we're here, man. Um, But, like, so off of your newest albums, like, uh, can you tell, like, the progression that is happening uh, of your music? So it's kind of a regression because uh, we we went backwards um it like chronologically from when the songs were actually written because like i said it's a big backlog so we started with the songs we had been playing like currently and you know like recorded those and then went backwards in time so the last record uh songs written on paper orchids was really it was written sometime around like 2011 i think and uh it was really, really folk inspired. It was, it was right when I had had gone to college, right, fresh out of high school, and I, I think that like being away from home made me want, you know, made me feel rootsy because I was away from there. So you know, it kind of has that sound. And then this most current one that's upcoming is, uh, I think from maybe like 2010 or so, and it was it's a high school album, so it's like super electronic. Um, really like old Nintendo inspired, a lot of eight bit synth, uh, more than our usual stuff. But uh, so that's cool too, you know, to go back in time and revisit these songs that I haven't thought about in like fifteen years. Really, that's really neat. Uh, really strange way to do it, but I appreciate it. And uh, like, <laughs> it seems like it'd be cool to like revisit those songs that. You- you were playing forever ago and update them like make yeah, them sound good 
I'm trying to like keep I'm keeping the like the spirit they were written in, but making them sound good. Like I want to I want to like jump back into my 18 year old self and 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 keep the you know whatever I was thinking about at the time and and translate that into a listenable piece of music because you know back then I I didn't have the means to record it and so uh but I want to I want to that's the the whole project has been that's been the main premise is keeping it true to the original inspiration of the song and of course I'm updating some lyrics and stuff to make them like you know make sense and obviously I think I'm probably a better writer than I was when I was uh, you know some of these oldest songs I wrote when I was like 12 years old so there any of these songs that you uh look at and you're like oh Dear Lord, I wrote this. <laughs> the ones that suck, I'm making them sound good. <laughs> uh, but I had committed when I said I was going to do this. I had literally am doing every single song. Like it's my entire discography from childhood to 30. So on, you know, album seven, which is the oldest collection, I, I was in middle school when I wrote it. And uh, there's like a tiny little like ragtime song that has like four notes in it. Um, so I'm turning it into a chip tune to kind of honor the simplicity, but actually make it sound good. Have you, know, you so, um, have you ever heard of the band I Fight Dragons? I don't think so. They're a chip tune rock band that I've had on the show several years ago. They're actually like, you've probably heard them. You just don't know it. That's cool. Yeah, it's, I, like, I love that blend. Like they, um. They've had songs for like Magic the Gathering video games for the Nintendo DS. Uh, if you've ever heard of the show The Goldbergs, they do the theme song for that. Oh, cool! Yeah, that, they've like gotten around then, I guess. Yeah, but they just uh, they they've got a chip tune band where they'll hook up their Game Boys and be playing it playing a Game Boy live on stage. That's amazing. That's a, I I didn't even think about doing that. That's like. Really yeah, they make um they make chips or you know cartridges that you can order for Game Boys and Game Boy Advances to turn it itself into an instrument. That's amazing. I should look into that. Definitely should. That would be really good to have on these songs you're talking about. Yeah, that's 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 super cool, especially for the older stuff. That'd be a really cool way to especially bring it live and Kind of I'll shoot you a message of that guy's name so you can uh, look into like what kind of stuff they use. Yeah, that'd uh, be great. That's I had no idea. I never even thought about you know actually turning it into an instrument like that. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. I tried to uh, play around with an emulator of one on my iPod Touch when I was a kid, but. Uh, I forgot you have to be musically inclined to use an instrument. Not necessarily. <laughs> you just make some noise, man. I like the idea of experimenting with sounds. Yeah, Especially that's, with that's the, the older material. Part. Yeah, that's cool. But so, um, while you've been like going into this backlog of music, have you put like writing new material on pause, or are you still like get the itch to pick up a pen every now and then and come up with something new. Yeah, there's definitely still, you know, there's, there's still stuff coming and it's, uh, I'm sort of a slow writer, you know, this backlog that has spanned like 
17 years or so is it's really only like 107 songs i think uh so i've got uh after we finish these seven records and finally like get the the discography up and you know available for everyone we're gonna do a you know a, a current record to sort of cap it all off that's really awesome i almost feel like some of that old stuff would inspire new stuff like just going back and listening and reworking it stuff it's been cool to like really find like a an all-inclusive sound of everything we've ever done just kind of like muddled all together and you know you forget how much you love these certain things you used to listen to and yeah it's cool it's definitely like inspiring itself and vice versa almost perpetual that's cool yeah it's funny uh I mean, it's just, it's weird to me, like, the idea of taking all the old stuff cause, and making it now, because, like, I'm thinking about the music I wrote when I was in high school and middle school, and I'm like, oh, dude, just shoot me before you let anybody hear that. You have to honor it. You have to, you have to remember that you were, you were young, and, you know, when, when that stuff manifested, it meant a lot to you, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean you know, part of growing up is looking back and accepting like, yeah, I was stupid, but it meant a lot to me then. Yeah. I mean, uh, like I, even you're talking about growing up, heck, even four years ago, I've been thinking about like burning half of this podcast. <laughs> I've thrown uh, away so many notebooks. <laughs> I mean, since recording this, the, the records, which we started in 2020, I listened to the old ones and I'm like, oh man, I should have done that differently. Like, and that was just like, I just did it. So. That never goes away. But you're not growing unless you dislike what you've already done. It's kind of a horrific curse that <laughs> artists have. You'd always, you're talking about capping it off with something new. You could always cap it off with take like your favorite two songs off of each album and redo them, like re-record them with all the knowledge that you've had now. Well, we're doing that actually. That's a separate. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's cool. And, <laughs> it's and called, an it's apology called, at the uh, end. <laughs> it's called Otherwise, uh, and it's it's one song from each record, um, the alternate version, like the new the new version. I didn't mean to spoil that for you. That was just <laughs> an idea player. I pulled out of my butt. No, that's great. Clearly, it's a good idea. Then two people had it. <laughs> yeah, straight from Sturvin's butt. You heard it. <laughs> I'll give you a credit in the liner notes. <laughs> nice. I, I appreciate that. But uh, that actually is pretty exciting. That sounds fun. Yeah, that's it's cool. You know, there was there are so many times when I was recording where I'm like, man, I really want to honor the original, but like there could be so many things you could do with it. So I thought, you know, I'll just do a, an alternate versions. Uh, I was in a band when I was younger and it seemed like every song we did at some point, the guy that I grew up with that sang, he could say at any point reggae. And all of a sudden we just play a reggae version of whatever we're playing <laughs> at the moment is intense, but you know, it kept us on our toes. And when we yeah. really think about like the direction you can go with stuff like that, it's overwhelming. Like you get the overwhelming choice of, you know, doing whatever. For sure. You got to set limitations or you'll go crazy. <laughs> yeah or you just go crazy and have fun <laughs> sounds like speaking you're doing of a good going job crazy now. um What's that? i said speaking of going crazy i need to talk to andrew for a second about a about a certain song that he made 
Oh, Do you want me to step away? <laughs> I featured this song, and I'm going to play it real quick. Um, I featured it last time we had you on, and this haunts my mind. It lives rent-free in my brain, <laughs> and I will be doing nothing, and all of a sudden, just... can't stop it man <laughs> i get that a lot i think if if i were to ever have a one-hit wonder that's what it would be i love that song but like <sighs> my good. partner will just roll their eyes whenever <laughs> we'd just be sitting in silence the cat tell them, on tell the them left. i'm sorry but i'm also not <laughs> <laughs> it's a banger <laughs> it is man i i feel like I've probably in most of the views on that song. I love it. <laughs> we used to play it a lot live just to get that cat piano out that's in the video. And it's always nice. a hit. Like, it doesn't matter where you are or what crowd. Like, drunk people love it. Kids love it. There's never, there's no, you know, it's it's a win no matter where you play it. So if there's ever someone not paying attention or not feeling it, we'll just we'll just whip that out. Speaking Everybody of likes uh, cats. live shows, you did uh, a live a recording from a tattoo shop recently, didn't you? Yeah, that's probably the most nervous I have been in years. That was homesick, right? And Moorhead? Yes, yeah. Did you say that was the most nervous you'd been in years? Yeah, yeah, live live stuff freaks me out, and especially recording it, I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. And uh, that's why we wanted to do it at Homesick. We wanted to do it somewhere cool, but also somewhere I felt like safe and content. So mm -hmm. we, we, we asked Cap if we could do it there. And he said, yeah, sure. And I don't think he even realized what we were doing. He like came in that night and saw all the cameras and was like, what are you doing again? But uh, <laughs> So is that the strangest uh, live show you've done? We played at a fashion oh no. show one time. That was fashion really weird. Show. Very like, weird. Like during the like, uh, yeah, models, like walking down the. I don't know why they asked us to do it, but it was very weird. Oh, we were not fashion cool. show music, but it was it worked out. But so, where's the weirdest place you played? Oh, so many. Uh, we played at a breastfeeding festival. Uh, that one was odd. Uh, <laughs> we've played in cupcake shops. We've played. Uh, I used to have a list of like weird places we've played. Uh. I mean, China, there were a lot of unusual places in China just because it's China and like, I'm, we're all like wildly unfamiliar with the culture. Um, but yeah, the breastfeeding festival definitely was, was one of the more unconventional ones. Also, how we, did you, how did you get booked for that? <laughs> well, they were just, it was the first time it had ever happened and we were just around and, uh, and funny enough, we, it, the band was just two guys at the time. So it was like, I don't know why they picked us. It, in retrospect, it's even weirder, but uh, but it was cool. I mean, it was really fun. It was a great show. It was an awesome cause. You know, everybody really came out to support it, and, and it was really educational. And, uh, you know, I'm glad I did it. It's just unusual. <laughs> I hate that I uh, didn't get to see you at the Maker's Market. Uh, I think it was last month. We've had something come up. Every single art show this uh, year, but we're finally going to be, uh, me and Abby will be out there this uh, Saturday. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm planning to stop by. Um, it had been like the wind had, had driven everybody out the past few times, so I was relieved that when we played last month, it 
it was at least, I mean, it was still windy, but it didn't blow the tents away this time. But, uh, oh, Diamonds, you got something? <laughs> you saw me hitting the mute button. Yeah. <laughs> so when are you coming to Georgia? <laughs> you know, I, I, I much prefer performing outside of Kentucky. Um, just because I'm, you know, I've played so many places around here, and it's just kind of the, the same thing every time. But you're a mainstay uh, in that area. That makes sense, right? But yeah, not so much anymore. I mean, you know, it seems like, especially since we've stopped playing live so much, and and uh, it's kind of like grown around us, and and uh, our sound is definitely not like ideal for the crowds here. I think. Uh, of course, there's always like super cool people at the shows, but uh, it seems like when we go elsewhere, there's like this air of like travel that excites me and and that's, that's the part fun. i like about playing so yeah i don't know maybe we'll come to georgia soon who knows uh, you Definitely. ever thought about festivals my cousin does like jam band festivals they probably love someone like y'all yeah we we used to do festivals a lot more um you know since covid we're like just now like waking up out of this hibernation uh, and it, you know it's a totally different uh group of musicians playing with me now so uh you know, in the process of recording, we're like relearning how to play together and just now kind of like getting the stride back. Yeah, you know, um, you guys are getting a good mesh too. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Oh, you're good. I was, uh, I forgot what I was going to say, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I hate doing a podcast and having ADD at the same time. It's the worst, dude. It, it provides some good uh, jumping from topics. Yeah, but um, what I was going to say, oh, yeah, uh, secret time between me, Andrew, and Diamonds. Don't tell anybody else, Internet. But this isn't going to happen this year or anytime soon, but I've always wanted to put on a live show where we have a couple guest bands. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And I was, you know, I hadn't mentioned it to either one yet, but I keep thinking Andrew and Parable, which Parable is a metal band that's local to, like, Winchester. What about venues? We're not getting a band from Germany. <laughs> I don't have... You pay for them to play Diamonds, we'll have them. I'll start a Kickstarter, man. <laughs> Go fund me. <laughs> but, dude, I'd always love to put on, like, a live show and have some of my, like, favorite bands and local bands come on, you know? Oh, that would be really fun. You could do like a talk show kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Did, did. Just, mm -hmm. <laughs> Just have like a couple uh, guests on, play a few songs, do an interview, play a few songs, move on to the next band. Yeah. Or do an interview like while the bands are setting up in between sets. A lot of potential that, there. A lot of potential. We'll make it happen. Let's do that it. Sounds exciting. Diamonds, we'll have to ship you up here for it. In a crate with holes, hopefully. Uh, we'll just put you in a whiskey barrel. But then you'll get lost in Kentucky for sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but put me do in you a have box any, that says uh, math books. Geez, <laughs> <laughs> Diamonds, all right. <laughs> but uh, do you have any shows coming up that you'd like to promote, Andrew? Um, oh gosh, I should have brought my calendar. We're playing for a cat fundraiser next week. 
of course. It's for uh, feline fosters. We're raising money for the for the foster group uh, in Moorhead. Uh, and then nice. after that, in June, we're performing at, at Coffee Tree Books. We're just doing a little uh, album release set, a little duo, me and Matt, our drummer, uh, just uh, to talk about the new album locally. And then I think we're doing uh, uh, another songwriting workshop in August in Mount Sterling at the Gateway Arts Center. So you can find out more about that on, on our website uh, as the details roll out about that. So um, anything that you would uh, like to say about this new album you guys got coming out before we end the show? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about it. It's, it's really different as far as our, our stuff we've released so far. Uh, it's, it's short. It's 12 songs. It's short and sweet. Uh, and it's, I, you know, it might be out next week. I don't know. It's very soon. It's very close. So we'll see. We'll uh we'll definitely post about it and share whatever you post about it when uh when it's released. Do what we can to help spread the word about it. Yeah, I appreciate it. And uh, I'm excited. I think that's all we got for the day. I'm running this one a little short, but also like this room is again. so hot. You look great. <laughs> everything sounds great. I'm enjoying everything I see on social media. I'm very excited to see what you guys do next. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me back. Thanks for coming on, man. And uh, I'll do my best to be at that Coffee Tree book show. Uh, and we will see you later. This has been the Confound Millennial starring Stephen Sturvin Michaels, Ryan Diamonds, and featuring Andrew of AP Harbor. And here is... Luna Moth from their upcoming album. <laughs> and I wish that I could fly like you. Build a ladder to Saturn and scatter my blues. Sail a big balloon. This is the end.